This is Theron, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Hidden History. This week, we will be talking about Fred Baker, John Almond Starr, along with the Saginaw Trail. Yes, this is a three-episode um, three part. Um, sorry about last week, but I was sick and I couldn't record a podcast. Um, so that is why there was no podcast last week. Um, before we start... Don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple and rate the podcast on Spotify. So let's learn some history. So before we get started, I just wanted to say I'm still recovering from the um, flu I had last week. So if you hear me coughing, that is why. Um, But let's get started with Fred Baker. Uh, So, who is Fred Baker? Fred Baker is an attorney and a former state legislator who bought 320 acres of land in Royal Oak Township in 1890. So, what did he do with all that land that he just bought? So, if you guessed that he made it into a dairy farm, you would be correct. It was one of the largest dairy farms at the time, and he would... named it Black Meadow Dairy Farm. So we visited a, so we visited visited a house Mario and I um we were going on a historical tour of Metro De- of uh Metro Detroit area. So this was one of the stops and there is going to be a story about what happened at the house um, after I tell you about the Fred Baker's house. So it was built in 1896 and it was a colonial revival. So some of you may be wondering what a colonial re- revival is. It is basically a um, revival of the houses that were built in the colonial area. Of time, so that will be between like um, when England took over till now. So those big houses that you see in the south, um, those houses are what a colonial revival is. So it was across the street from his farm on La- on LaSalle Street in this Royal Oak Township, and. It was actually like picked up and moved to the current location, which is on still, it's called LaSalle Boulevard, and that's in Huntington Woods, Michigan, and that happened in 1916. (coughs) So it happened um, because um, Baker and several associates formed something called the Baker Land Company. So, when you form a land company, you obviously have to have land, and he wanted to sell that land and and make houses. So, they subdivided the farm, which means that they plotted land where um, people can buy houses and buy plots and build um, houses. Just like a subdivision. So he basically turned his farm into a subdivision. Just like how um, in Sterling Heights, where I live, the half farm 
just like that, he um, farmers all over the country, all over the country, and still are doing it to this day. Are selling off their land to make room for uh subdivisions and house buildings and stuff like that. That's why um farming in the Midwest is one of the most important um things to happen. Um, because if we lose all the farms, then that would mean that we would have to import all of the, um, all of our, um, vegetables and, and fruits and stuff like that. And we don't want to be dependent on, on any other country for that, like how we are for manufacturing. So that's why, um, we're trying to, the United States government is trying to entice farmers to keep their lands and to give them subsidies to help keep the land and sell their crops in order to make um in order to make money so they can make a living so some of these farms have been in their family for generations so the land is paid off and others are like just starting up a brand new farm um, so they need to pay a lot of things down. So they made the farm into a subdivision. We're going to get back to Fred Baker. They made a farm into a subdivision where houses stand now. And the subdivision is called the Bronx, just like the Bronx um, borough in New York. So this is one of the oldest neighborhoods in the city of Huntington Woods. Okay, so now for the story. This is going to be like a okay, like an awesome story. Like, okay, so let's just get started. Um, so we were doing the historical tour of and taking pictures of the markers so we could, um, so I could make the episodes. That's how I make the episodes is by, um, is by taking the picture of the the marker and then I do research on that marker. Okay, so the historical houses that we go to are usually, or I go to mainly because Mario joins in like once in a blue moon or something like that, or my friend Steve will come, are mainly empty houses that are maintained by a historical commission. Okay, but this house, we didn't even know that it was like a someone is actively living in that house at the moment that we, and probably still to this day, like actively living in that house, someone was living there. So we were, so I parked the car outside like normally, like a normal person would do. And then I had Mario get out, take a picture of the marker, and run back. As we are doing this, a person comes out of the house and starts his car. We get into a panic and we just take off from there with no explanation whatsoever. The dude probably knew what we were doing. But he was probably very confused why there were two people 
taking a picture of a historical marker outside of his house. So if you're listening to this, that person, and that is why. And I'm hoping that that it makes a good story for this podcast. But yes, so that is what happened when we were taking a picture. So I would be very careful if you're going to take a picture of a historical marker in front of someone's house. Um, if it is actively living, if there's a person actively living there. Now, when we went to the house, it was over, there was overgrown trees, overgrown plants. So we didn't think anything of it. We just thought, oh, it's, it's a, um, it's a house and it's neglected and there's no one here, but no, there was actually someone there, but that was fun. That was one of the best days ever that I, that. I ever had historical marker hunting, doing all that stuff. But moving on, we're going to move to John Almond Star. Now this, now his house was actually on um, banquet, and there was no one there. Um, there was a office there, but there was no one in the office. But yeah, we're going to talk about. John Almond Star and who he was. So, moving on. Um, John and his wife, Nancy, built a house in 1868 from bricks that were made in the Almond's Tile Factory. Talk about saving money there, guys. Because making your own stuff saves all that money. Allman and his parents immigrated to Michigan from Richmond, New York, the same year his wife Nancy was born. And that was in 1831. And John was three at the time. Look at that math. I didn't screw it up. Yeah. Okay. So his father is Orson Starr, and both him. And his father manufactured bells until 1866. Why did they stop? I will tell you why. Because John wanted to start his own business of bricks and tile work. At the same location of his house. Which was later conveniently renamed Star Corner. Because his house and his business occupied that area. The house was occupied by the Starr family until 1967. So around 100 years they've lived in that house. Then they all just vanished. Now, I'm just kidding. They moved to places elsewhere in the area. The location of the house and of his business is... 3123 Crooks Road, Royal Oak, Michigan. You guys can look it up. You guys can go there. It's pretty cool. Um, Even though you're not allowed inside the house, uh, I think you're not allowed because when we went, it was closed. But that house looks cool. You can drive past it. It will still look cool. Um, But um, I found... 
lineage lines to someone related to the Star family. I will talk about that next in once I get it up. Okay, so this is through his son, Edwin. So Edwin Amensar was born in 1854, and this is, I think, yeah, this will be third generation of Star Family. So, a quick brief history about Edwin is that he continued his father's brick manufacturing and the bricks from for the first Methodist Episcopal Church came from his kilns. Uh, he also grew vegetables for sale and seeds for the DM Ferry Company. He served 21 years on the school board, and there is a school currently named in his honor, and it is the Edwin A. Star School. So, pretty sure that would be in Royal Oak um, um, community, community Schools, Edwin A. Star, but yes, he is named after it. So, if I go to Edwin Star, and... Yes, I'm going to click on John Almondstar, who was born in 1877 and died till 1940. So, I'm going to click on him. And then it says right here that he and his wife didn't have any children of their own, so they adopted children, which is really nice. So... And then I'm going to come down here and I'm going to click on the person who died the who died last, which is an adoption of a per of a girl named Catherine Bertha Newman. And she was born February 26, 1908 in Detroit, Michigan. So I'm going to scroll down. And I am going to click on that. But before that, I just want to say that they did adopt two other children, both from New York. And both, and both were brothers. So I'm going to click on the daughter that they adopted. And we are going to see where she is buried. So guess what? She is buried. She is buried in Roseland Park Cemetery. Yes, the same Roseland Park Cemetery that we talked about a few episodes back. So she died on February tenth, nineteen eighty-five, and buried in Berkeley, Oakland County, Michigan. So, yeah. So that is that. There's an obituary thing here that says uh, Catherine Star Phillip, uh, 76, Southfield, formerly of Royal Oak, died Sunday in Mount Carmel Mary Hospital in Detroit. Uh, she was born in Fe- she was born in February 26, 1908, in Detroit, and surviving are her children. Um, which looks like she has one, two, two children, 
and she has one, two, four sisters, five sisters. Um, she has three grandchildren and one great grandchild. So looks like the Star family is doing really well still. Um, in Michigan in Royal Oak area. So Miss Philip was a descendant of Almond Star and Orson Star. Members of the Royal Oak Pioneer family. Um, at that time, services were held at Haley Funeral Home in Southfield, and the burial was in Roslyn Park Cemetery of Berkeley. So, yeah. So there's all of that on her. Um, she had two siblings, both adopted. Both were brothers. Their names are Thomas and Bruce. Uh, Thomas died in 1965, and Bruce died in 1981. So, both from New York. Um, it looks like the um, Star family is doing really well, and uh, still in still in the Metro Detroit area. But yeah. Um. So now we're gonna go to an ad break and then we're going to talk about the Saginaw Trail um when when we come back from the ad break so if you want different ads um please like rate review um so it can grow and the more people i get to listen to this the the different advertisers advertisers will come and we will have different ads running instead of my own same old um, ad for Anchor. But, yeah, see you on the flip side of the ad. All right, all right, all right. We're on the flip side of the ad break, and we, were, and we will do a brief talk about the Saginaw Trail, and then we have a rating that I will read, and then that will be the end of the podcast. So, this trail ran from Detroit through Pontiac and through Flint and was originally a Native American trail that Native Americans used as a foot passage. And of course it was. What here was not part of the Native American land that we've been living on for the past 200 years, free of cost, living, and stuff like that. So in 1816, the Michigan government, which was a territorial one at that time, which means we haven't started to get statehood yet. Uh, not even a thought in the government's mind to make it a state. But they said, let's build a road from Detroit to Saginaw. Shocking, right? Because what other road would they build? Um, so... Part of this trail is in Oakland County, uh, which is now part of Woodward Avenue, which is Michigan 1, which is the numbering system for Michigan highways, which is M1, and Dixie Highway, which is a US 20, which is US 24. So there's still evidence of the original trail that is in Royal Oak. And there is a depression in the ground running northwest across the property next to or 
adjacent to the John Star house. So if you go to John Star's house and if you look at the neighboring property and if you see a depression running in the northwest um corner of that lot, you will know that that's part of Saginaw Trail. Now, Saginaw Trail, which is part of Woodward and, and Dixie Highway, is cool. It's a cool thing. I would love to travel it. I am going to travel it probably one of the summers that I have coming up or going down for one of the um breaks that I have or during summer. And we will see what historical markers we will find along the way along there. But, yeah. Now we're going to get to the review that was in my review section in Apple Podcasts. So if you want to be featured on my episode, uh, please write a review on the podcast, good or bad. Um, I will read anything. So if it's bad, I will read it, and, and it will probably provide much guided feedback for me to use. So, yeah. So now it's time for the review. So, as promised in all of my podcasts before, and in this one, I will read your reviews, good or bad. So, this is a good review, and this rating comes from Miss Mitten, and it's a five-star rating, and she wrote this on December 7, 2021. And it says, Miss hearing your podcast, hope you're doing well. I love the coverage you do on wide array of Michigan history. Keep up the good work. So this was during the time where I took a break because I was getting acclimated to my life up here, up north, which most of you know if you're listening through my, through my podcast. Um, they are, um, it was very difficult at the beginning because I was homesick a lot and I missed it. And I was also going down for Lions games because I have Lions season tickets now. So, as as the Lions seasons um, ended and there were no more games, I started to get bored over the weekend. So, I decided to do my podcast again. But I will promise you during the Lions season, I will keep up with the podcast this year. And I will do my recordings beforehand. But, yeah. So, that is why I wasn't doing um, podcasts from uh, um, from August to January. Or, maybe I'll decide to break up the season and just do it from January to August. And then... And then have August through December off uh, or have September through December off or January, depending if Lions make it into the playoffs and have home games. But how much do you think that the Lions will actually do that and make it into the playoffs within the next few years? I think it's possible, but I don't think that other people think it's possible. So I'm just going with the trends here and probably going to say that I'm still deciding that and I will have more uh, more of that into the future.
So please stay tuned. Um, I have an Instagram, which I will mention in the closing. But yes, please stay tuned. And I will be um, going on historical tours once it warms up here. It's still winter and it's still like negative degrees outside. So I'm not willing to risk my fingers or get sick because I have to go and get markers. I have tons of markers. Um, the next few are going to be from areas that I did job interviews, but I did not get the job. Um, but that is fine because I really loved learning the history of the area after I did my job interviews. But yeah, that's where the next few are going to come from. After this next one, which will be um, Birmingham, Michigan, it's going to be a history of the city. And then we will get to the other ones. So let's finish off the episode next. Let's hear the closing quote and where you can listen to this and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I will keep up the good work. Thank you for the review, Miss Mitten. Um, if you know anyone else that likes uh, machine history, please spread the word because as of right now, that's the only way that I am, um, spreading is through word of mouth. And so far it's been working. So keep up the good work audience. And yeah, let's close the podcast. So I hope you enjoyed this, ep- this the podcast episode on Fred Baker House, uh, the Saginaw Trail, and John Almond Star House. You can listen to this wherever podcasts are found. You can follow me on Twitter. I don't post much there, but you can follow me on my new Instagram where I'm going to post a whole lot more. Um, it is Am I Hidden History? So it is the letters am i hidden history so don't forget to rate the review rate and review the show on apple and on spotify and this week's quote is take time to do what makes your soul happy uh thank you for listening see you next week and let's make michigan history great